Welcome to episode 190 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Jaramillo. And I'm Hillary Dockerty. Oh my God, I've been, you know, I've been watching that reality show, uh, <laughs> The Ultimatum. <laughs> it's so bad. But anyway, uh, this is good. They talk like this. Oh no, it's not The Ultimatum. It's The Love Island. Oh, <laughs> Another terrible. This one's There's worse. More. This one's worse. Nobody wears clothes except bathing suits. So oh. the whole time they're walking. Are they all hot? Yeah, of course. Okay. Well. But there's one girl who's like, "Hey, baby!" Like she's a little baby all the time. <laughs> there's. I'm like, is that hot? Is that cute? Like the whole time they're talking like a baby. Like what's the fucking? What is that? There's this like <laughs> New York kind of Jersey. I don't know exactly where he's from. Chef that I, he's young and yeah. he's like completely like oh, God, uh, fit. Honey. And he sometimes will do his thing. He'll just wear the apron. And what? Yeah. And then he's like, what? but he's like so obnoxious. Like Why do you he, not send me these TikToks? You send me so, the funniest TikToks. You don't send me this. He's so obnoxious. Like he knows that he's hot. But oh. there was, and, and he's, you know, he speaks English, but there was one where he did a recipe and he did the whole thing in Italian. And oh. I was like, I can't get, go to, I can't get over this like conceited. <laughs> you can tell he's like a bro dude, you know, like, get what he's, but he's looks Sometimes we have to put things aside cares? to make out a <laughs> little bit. And he makes, and he makes good food. Yeah. I mean, well, what, what more can you ask for? <laughs> the next time he comes up in my feet, I'll send him to you. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, baby boys. Um, uh, I have some things. All right. What do you got? What do you I got? I got a couple got? DeSantis things. Okay. So one was and i'm sure that you saw this too from anna Ascamani regarding the um voucher program oh i was just i just had that article open i'm, I'm looking yeah. at it right now it's it's insane. It's on the front page of the sun sentinel this morning on Saturday. yeah it's insane yeah. it's theme park passes yeah 55 inch tvs mm -hmm. upright paddle boards uh etc that if you get money from the state voucher you can use to buy these things and if you're a homeschool parent, if you're a homeschool parent, and then in the past, um, it was just like students who had disabilities that would have access to that. Now it's like anybody who has access to that money. And if as an educator, I was buying paddle boards and TVs with state money, people would flip the hell out. And the thing that Anna Askamani said in her, um, uh, uh, she had done a social media post and she had commented that. You know, these are things, I don't know who said it, but she had posted in her article that these are things like if a teacher needs, you know, a new novel or, you know, whatever supplies, like they're throwing GoFundMes up and like, you know, uh, help my class wallet or whatever it is. And, you know, uh, our taxpayer dollars are paying for 55 inch TVs. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's crazy. It's crazy. And what constitutes homeschooling? Like they have to be like they're in virtual school, right? They could yeah. be virtual school. So it's not even like, because with virtual school, if you're like a high school or a middle school, or like your parents really not doing much. You know what I mean? Like it's a the public right. school. That's true. And then they're going to get yeah. an additional $8,000. Yeah. <laughs> like I get it if you're going to use it for tutoring yeah. or for or for maybe a supplemental activity, something like that. But no, it makes no paddle sense. boards. Plus, let's not forget that Theme money. Theme park passes? But, but yeah, how is, what does that have to do with education going to Disney? By the way, that's what's funny too. Is that when right? our kids go to Disney, but, they got to pay for that but trip. But isn't it funny that right? it's Disney who the state is at war with right yeah. now and they part of their voucher system is you can take it and go to Disney? They go to Disney. And let's not forget, that's money that is leaving 
that home, wherever they're homeschooling their kid, yep. that county, that money's leaving that county and going into the private school or homeschool program and theme park passes and new TVs for the house. So yeah, yeah it's listen. I don't even think it, I have a 55 listen, inch TV. Can a, I sign up? For, yeah. For <laughs> a, for a party that is in the majority in Florida and the governor's office. Who's so to, fiscally conservative. Right. I've never seen so many, so much wasteful spending, especially, and I, you know, if I were in the legislature as a Republican right now, I'd be putting a bill up because they're going back right now in September. They're going back up. We saw a couple of people. We saw Marie, we saw Representative Marie Woodson yep. uh, this week and we saw Representative Robin Bartleman and I we, saw, and saw uh, Christine Hachowski yep. and they're all going back up in, I think this week coming up. And uh, this is what I would be doing. Let's make sure Floridians know how much they paid for security for the governor. Yeah. That should be coming out of his campaign. Not out but, of our money. But I don't think it can. I think... It's what he's doing isn't illegal because he didn't resign to run. <laughs> so that's what the Republicans cost us. Nine million dollars. What did yeah. I say? It was about 54%. Yeah. So it was four and a half million the, the year before. So for him to crisscross the country, we're paying for it. Like how and wait, that money can't go into schools. No, we're paying for any, TV or, or in our, and, in our roads. Yeah. Or in our, you know, securing our shorelines for, <sighs> you know, hurricanes. Right. Well, speaking of hurricanes, so hurricane came, uh, Idalia. Yeah. Right. Came through this week and it hit a part of the Gulf on the West side of Florida that hasn't been hit. They said in like, like ever, ever has never been hit. And it's a very, a poor era area. It's It's a very beachy kind of rural area. There's a lot of mobile homes and it also, because hurricanes, uh, you know, where the eye passes is where there's going to be the most destruction, but also oh, yeah, the, the, edge of, the edge of that. So we felt winds here on the other side yeah, of the state. We did. But around there, so like Fort Myers in the Cape Coral area who were hit in late September of 22, who are still, people are still in living in tents in their front fucking yards, got, there was flooding there. I mean, it was that far away, maybe like an hour south, and it still was affected by the storms. And uh, people lost everything. I saw babies being pulled out of homes that were flooded. Uh, it's th- These storms are absolutely devastating. And I can't forget that two months ago, when asked about the insurance how homeowners insurance crisis yeah. which goes up and down based on how on much storms. money insurance yeah. companies have to use when a storm passes through to bail people like not bail people out yeah to pay on the claims right, right. that they, people have been paying on but wasn't it like a we'll see what did he say no he like, said we'll see how he goes. goes let's get through the summer knock on wood yes. we don't have any storms yes knock on wood that's i knew it was something like that i like, guess we'll that, see how it goes i guess that doesn't work because yeah. here yeah. we go yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I prayed for my Florida f- fellow Floridians. Listen, uh, storm hurricanes are not fun. Okay. It's a, it's a storm. I, if you haven't been through one before, it could be up to 10 hours to, to nine, oh, 10 hours yeah. of nonstop yeah, yes, rain, yes, yes, rain, yes, yes, wind, yes. wind, and it's scary and, and, and it's really scary. And so you have to bunker scary, down and yeah. like, and hang in, hang in there for it. And if and you're lucky enough to get out of the path, all you do is pray to God that whoever's in that path can get out of it because you know what it's like if you if you have damage to your home, you lose your home, there's flooding. It is a devastating thing in Florida. And we are, I feel like we try to be as prepared as possible, but when it comes to the aftermath of it and the we're claims not, and insurance, yeah. we're so fucked about that right now. And I now. think the thing that people don't realize about like when you're bunkered down for those hours, um, if something happens... If, 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 if something flies through a window and hits and hurts somebody, nobody can come. Right. The ambulances are not allowed to drive out. Police can't come. 
Right. You know, I, I, I'll tell you a tragic story of my neighbor mm. who, um, it was, I think a storm maybe five or six years ago. And, uh, her husband passed away. Oh my God. And nobody could come. And she said, and she told me that she sat for hours with him in the house and she was freaking out. Nobody can come. You know what I mean? So it's like, it is scary. Like, you know what I mean? Cause like, depending on the winds, like you, you're up to your own devices, you yeah. know? And if something bad happens, like, you know, you may not have people be able to get you for a really long time. Like right. it's, it's serious. Yeah. It's serious. Uh, there was a video online of a woman if, if, for this storm, Idalia, who uh, she was filming outside like the wind, but she was inside her house, out, like out the window and a tree fell into her house. And now there's just an opening with rain yeah. pouring into her house. Like yeah. there's nothing, there's literally nothing you could do. And if you go out there to try to, ch to move it, another tree could fall. And that's how a lot of people die during storms is they go outside. Oh my God, I'll never forget this one storm. It was the first storm. We have hurricane windows in this house, which by the way, I never had growing up. Hurricane windows are oh, yeah. a fairly is, new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Same. for the last maybe 15 my maybe parents, years. My parents still don't have yeah. hurricane windows. But it was the yeah. first storm where I, you know, I grew up with hurricanes, but you put shutters on. So you, you can't don't see, see outside. Yeah. Maybe if you open the door and you look, but you don't see what's happening. You hear it. Yeah. Sounds like a train's going by yeah. for six hours, but you don't see it. The first storm we had these windows. <laughs> I sat on the couch out there watching the trees doing that, just bending. And I was like, yeah. we got to close the shades. Like yeah, I can't too watch much. this. It's scary. But there was a guy walking down the street, like on his bike, he was flying, he was falling over. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this guy was doing, but my neighbor next door must've been looking outside the same time we were. And he ran out and grabbed him and brought him into his house because <gasps> like it was really fucking dangerous. But like, and you know, and I have to say something else because it's oh, really, wow, really, that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. But let me say something could else. Be like, what if you're no, like, trapped guy, with like a maniac for six this, hours? This you know what I mean? He's a hawk over here. He's the one who caught the guys breaking into my house a few years ago and oh called 911. He says, as soon as that he's brick hit the window, I called 911. Yeah, he, he's always aware. He's like super aware of what's happening. Thank God. I need that. I need a, someone like that. Oh my God. But it, what, what also reminded me is this, like, all right, I know it's Twitter, it's social media. Like I get it. I get it. I get it. When you see these idiots out, like standing by the water, and it's a full-on hurricane, and the newscasters are oh, out there yeah. and they're filming, and they're like, and there's somebody out there, ten. yeah, and he's on like a boogie board, <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he's like, like at any second, this idiot's gonna drown, like it's just gonna flip over, and he's gonna get washed out to the ocean, right? And people put that clip up, and they're like, Florida sucks, look at yeah, these fucking idiots, please, uh, that's please. not all of us. There's like 20 million people here, okay? <laughs> this um, is one fucking moron. You tell me you don't have a village idiot? Give me yeah. a fucking break. I gotta give tell me a break, you, please. Um, I can't take it. All Florida's filled with idiots. I'm like, no, we're not. We're not we're like not, that. We're not. I mean, we got our fair share, though. Let's I mean, be honest. Yes, Let's I'm, be honest. We, we got more it. than we got. Listen. I don't think we got more than the right. average right. bear. Right. You know what yes. I mean? Uh, we do have more than the average bear. <laughs> but again, I contend that it's the heat. We can't yes. help it. Our skin is adapting to the uh, it's the sun bearing down on our heads within a, a centimeter every day. Like, I get it. It might drive somebody else crazy. I get it. And we embrace the florida man idea i i really and I gotta get it tell you i was kind of a florida man kind of yeah. i didn't go full florida man but it was during hurricane i think it was wilma and <laughs> you know how like when when a, when and that was like a, a pretty big storm oh, that, yeah, that huge. came it yeah. was huge yeah and so what happens is they evacuate anyone on the east side that is east of the intercoastal, right? Like they're supposed to be leaving. Anyone living in those condos, like yeah. they drive around, right. like evacuate, evacuate, evacuate. Yeah. And so you can't get over the bridge. Like if you want to get over the bridge, yeah. unless you're like a resident, have to go in, like they do not let you cross over the bridge. And so during that storm, 
my younger cousin was like, oh, I just want to like see the ocean. Like, and it wasn't like high time of the storm. It was like, you know, the day before the storm hit. Oh, Tina. And so we walked over, they let us walk over and just at looking at the ocean and how far in it right. could, like the beach is gone. The street was gone the with Wilma. The beach is gone yeah. and the storm hadn't it. even hit, but yeah. you can see like the weight of this. Like Girl. it was the first time like no. I like looked at the ocean. It was like what the ocean, like the devastating power of the ocean. Like I was scared and like the storm, I'm telling you like did not, did not hit. It was like the storm will be here in a day or whatever, but the ocean is swelling. Yeah. And it is, it was one of the scariest things I ever looked at. And I was like, there's no sand. Yeah. Like there's no sand. Like it's yeah. like coming up and yeah, it's frightening. It, well, that that it's storm actually, there's a, there's a huge section of A1A, which is beach one Avenue. Hey, Manila, hey, Manila. <laughs> uh, that washed away in Fort Lauderdale from Wilma. Like it just yeah. came up and yeah. this, everything though, just the, the, the sand had come all the way across the road. <laughs> remember they were bringing sand in. Yeah, you yeah, remember it was that? So they fucked were... up. It's so fucked up. That storm was so bad that, um, I happened to teach in West Palm at the time mm -hmm. and West Palm got it a bit worse than we did really? in Broward. And it was almost three full weeks of no school. Oh my, oh yeah, yeah, there was no, it was yeah, like, I didn't have power for two weeks. Yeah, it was really. But let me say something else that really I didn't crazy. realize until till this is that Jim Cantor, who works for the Weather Channel, you know, when they see him coming in Florida, like everybody yeah. runs if he's coming to your area, oh. that means the hurricane's coming. He is so fucking hot. Is he hot? Holy shit. Oh, hi. What the fuck is going on right now? Well, maybe, I mean. Have you seen him? No. He's swole. Maybe I, you know he what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I love when people go, do you see how swole he is? He's swole. <laughs> and he's bald and he wears glasses. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is, yeah i'm 45 this is hilarious forgive me forgive me forgive me <laughs> but how do you balance this that i also am obsessed I just, with ryan gosling right now I like know, how is ryan gosling and jim cantor you're like still on my both on my same level of like I just this is picture hot. like a swole larry david <laughs> <laughs> like rambo jesus <laughs> i don't know what's happening but i'm dying i'm dying well maybe i'm just like in incredibly horny like that might be part oh, of it well, too that i'm like hey. it storms hot what's going on with jim cantor <laughs> jim cantor i'm looking him up i'm like is he married like what's happening with this guy like he's so fucking hot i oh have to look him God. up because i don't think i know who this man is oh. maybe i've seen him and i just he might look know. familiar i'll have to tell you who i think okay. he looks exactly Ooh. like but but uh, but off the air okay so the other i have another desantis thing well two other desantis things of course i want to mention the jacksonville oh, god damn it shooting and, you know, we just passed permitless carry in the state. They had talked about potentially open carry. And this man rolls into town thinking like he's going to, well, one, you know, he was pissed off. Oh, he had to come off the had, campaign trail. He had to come off the campaign trail and Boo. deal with a hurricane and a shooting. Mm. Boo-hoo, DeSantis. But can I say something though? He... I'm sure he, it was also welcomed because he's doing so bad. Yeah. He's doing so bad. But he got booed. This was incredible. He got booed. And, they're like, and they're like, let him talk. No, you don't get to talk. You, know, you, the person who never wants to talk and never wants to answer any question, you don't get to say to people, let him talk. Yeah. Also, uh, he he commented on it coming out of a campaign event when it right when it had happened and that before he was able to come back to Florida he mentioned he commented this is disgraceful this is untol we're not going to tolerate this meanwhile he's he's 
you know, built this bed of bigotry and hate in Florida. He's used the white supremacy yeah, of never, it all never to build on his campaign. Yes. Never you know? decrying the white supremacists who are yeah. standing outside of Disney. Right. Doing holding, anything. His, holding his flags. Yeah. Right. The, not, the literal fucking Nazis, Nazis standing outside Disney World holding DeSantis flags and Trump flags or whatever. Maybe it's more DeSantis now. But like... He never, never, you know, says this is wrong. I don't stand with these people. Never fucking does it. And then this white supremacist who had a fucking manifesto of how to kill the N-words. Yep. And had had swastikas on his gun. Etched a swastika into his gun. Tried to go onto a campus of a historical black college in in Jacksonville. And the security guard's like, you can't come on here. But I got to tell you. What pisses me off about that? Oh, yeah, the money? The money. So now you want to roll in and say, I'm going to give a million dollars to this school? How about pass common sense gun reform instead with that money? How about that? Plus, it's money they've been asking for for years. And you keep vetoing. Yeah. They've been asking for it for years. So now now, now you're going to try to look like the hero? Nobody believes you. Yeah. And every black elected state representative has been has been pushing back on these policies. Every Democrat has been pushing back on these policies, telling you that when you further this rhetoric and make it legal, like when you talk about, we're not going to talk about black history, that, that slaves were learning a trade. And so, and they benefited. No big deal. Yeah, no, and the MBD, right? No big deal. Right. When you further that logic and you have someone who was already Baker acted when he was 15 years old, because he tried to harm himself. And then what was it? He's 21. So six years later, legally buys a gun. And an AR-15. Tells his family. Military Tells his weapon. parents, go look at your computer. And they, they looked and they, had, they read all the, they knew he was cuckoo for yeah. Cocoa Puffs and called the police immediately. And he was already out. He was already out in the wild. And then he goes to a, a Dollar General and kills three innocent, innocent people. Innocent for what? For what? One of the kids, one of the people was 19 years old. He was working there to help support his family. His, you know, like, of course, because we live in a very unaffordable fucking state. And they put up a vigil. They put a vigil together in the black community in Jacksonville with the, uh, with the incomparable representative Angie Nixon. If you have not seen her oh. videos, you better go watch her on Twitter. Go to her page and watch she's her. Amazing. She's incredible. Amazing. And she's said, we've been warning him for years that this was going to happen. Well, he shows up to this vigil. Oh, her and then, face and the, next to him. I and was Casey like, yes. De, and Casey DeSantis, oh, his wife is, is with him. She's this in cunt. some like little sundress. Oh, I was and like, she's like this all time. He, they're booing him and he, she's like, that weird yeah. smile. You think he's got a they're weird smile. They're both like weird robotic. And the first thing I, he I says, know, it's like they're doped out. I don't know what's wrong with them. And the first they thing. Don't, he, there's no humanity there's, there. No, they're dead inside. All they want to do is get out of there. That's the last place they want to be because they don't give a fuck. And they know they're not welcome. Yeah. It's the first time they've been put into a situation where they, they, they're very comfortable hiding behind the governor's mansion or a podium or wherever they want to stand yeah. in the state. But the second they're put into a community that they have actively been working against, they, they don't know how, what to do with themselves. So what is the first thing the white savior does when he shows up? Don't worry, councilwoman, we're going to take care of, we're going to find funds to take oh. care of. Uh, you know, I think there was like funeral expenses and things like that. We're going to take care of it. And she's, Casey DeSantis is like, we're going to give you money. Oh Yeah. Sorry. How about laws? <clears throat> How about actual laws that will protect people so this right. never happens again in our state? You can't throw money. You can't throw money at shit. And the last thing about DeSantis that I want to mention, and then I have one other thing, um, is did you hear about him manhandling his staff, manhandling the 15-year-old boy? I, did, I saw something yesterday. Yeah, so there's this kid, he's 15, who um, I think a few times has like asked him pointed questions 
you know, expecting a response. He's on the campaign trail. So if you're a candidate, I'm sorry, but you're going to be asked questions and you can't just act like you don't want to answer them because the American public has a right to vet candidates and we vet them through the questions that are asked of you and how you respond to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can't just stand there like a suit on the stage and think that you can get this office. I don't know. But this kid was asking him about Trump and the peaceful transition of power and what he thought about it. And the, the security guards are dragging some ch- a child. And instead of taking the opportunity to go, hey man, I love that you are out here asking questions. I love as a 15-year-old, you are engaged in politics and want to know what's going on and, and, and kind of, you know, uh, embrace that. Engage with the youth of your community, but you just toss them to the side mm. and then you're going to try to expect, you know, the youth to support you. Oh, no, he doesn't expect that. Yeah, that's why they all want to change the voting age to 25. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. Well, I mean, also... You know, I keep listening to all these podcasts talking because 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 I really did think that DeSantis did well in the debates, and I just wanted to see like, and I I'm getting more and more confirmation that like, you know, it's utterly disappointing to live in a state where this man thought that going after books and history, like black history and women's rights and, you know, all of the things that he did that were awful. Like we have to now live under that and it's going to take a really, really long time for those things to change because we have a Republican majority and it's going to take time to like chip away and like get these seats flipped and like get things changed or get get a Republican uh, Democrat (laughs) governor. Like it's going to take a long time. So we are going to, we, because he had these ambitions and Floridians now have to suffer with these laws, he thought that that was going to, um, you know, Tra- uh, translate nationwide. Translate, yeah, yeah, like that, that it was going to be accepted and it's not, and it's, which I'm thankful for and I'm grateful, especially the six week abortion ban. Like it was way too far. And I've been reading all of these polls, like Republicans and how they feel about Roe. And it, it's after it being overturned, like the numbers have gone up of, of even Republicans and independent, Republican leaning independents want it protected, like 54%, yep. 64%, 78%. Like it's a real thing. And of so course. when you have someone like DeSantis who wants to create a culture of life in Florida and the United States by banning abortion, um, people are into it. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad thing. It. And also I really want to make it clear too that it is a real possibility that Trump will be our president. Like it's a real, real oh. possibility. And you better believe there will be a nationwide abortion ban when and, that happens. Because and, we can't, we're not going to get the Congress. Like it's not going to happen. And you have to get like 60 senators. And yeah. that means Democrats too on the, on record to, to vote this way, to, to get rid of the, to get, uh, you know, uh, to, to make sure it doesn't become law. And I don't know if that's going to happen. Then we get the Supreme court who's all fucked. Yeah. So, well, the Pope came out against the Supreme Court. Oh, that's good. He came out against the Supreme Court and the Catholics on the Supreme Court. Yeah, well, because they, they, they use their ideology instead yes. of actually looking at the law and, and protecting and people. And to, to piggyback off what you were saying, this issue with Trump becoming president and, and, and just a nationwide sort of zero tolerance ban. On top of that, Trump talks a lot about criminalizing the women involved in this. Right. So that's another issue. And the other thing I wanted to bring up was Texas mm. and the, they're furthering their anti-abortion bullshit where, where, where they're trying to pass laws to ban local roads. So if folks are trying to drive a person out of state for an abortion, they're passing laws that they cannot use any local roads to do so. <laughs> 
or they face a criminal charge. Yeah, it's really bad. This is what, like, what kind of America are we living in? It's really that, like, bad. Like, all the women need to leave these states. Yeah, I mean, again. Honestly, I, they need, I, they need, they're going to be refugees from this. It like, would be easier, crazy. it would be an easier pill to swallow that you wanted to be, have a, a national-wide abortion ban or even the six-week six week abortion ban. It might be easier to swallow if I thought you actually cared about women and girls. But when you have maternity deserts, like we discussed yeah. last week, and you're not doing anything for the other side of that, it's like they live in their own world and they're like, I have healthcare. I have access. My wife has yeah. access to doctors. My wife had babies that were perfectly healthy and everything turned out fine. So this is how the world is and it's not how the world is no. and there are people who actually want to have babies and conceive and there are complications in that and babies pass away in the womb but when we know there's complications and there's still a heartbeat but this baby's not going to live you can't force women to carry those those babies until they're in sepsis right like that's what you want you're, they, they you're putting no medical lives knowledge. in danger and like we said before we don't have to wait for any outcome, we've already seen the results. Ohio just passed this. And when you look at Texas and Florida and the stories that are coming out, these are real people. You can play a, here's a campaign video for you, who, Biden. Play these women at, with, with their spouses or whoever sitting next to them, their, their children sitting next to them and have them tell their story about how they lost, how they were forced into these dangerous situ medical situations because of the abortion bans and then play Trump saying, I'm so proud of what I've done. Right. I'm the most pro-life uh, president ever in history. And I'm so glad yeah. I stacked that court. Yeah. Play that because that's going to get this guy. He'll never win. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I can't go into January 6th again. I'm so obsessed no. with like how I people know. can't let that go. But I talked about it last week. Okay. I have two other things. One of the things is that Tennessee's session closed last week. And we know that there was this mass shooting at a school yeah. in Tennessee. It was a private school, wealthy, a lot of GOP yep. parents that had their kids there. And these parents are, are now gun uh, rights act, uh, advocates to get rid, you know, gun legislation right. and, and limiting it. And so they've been at this, at this, you know. Yeah, I've seen them. They've these been, moms they've been showing that we up. see at they've the dropping their kids up. off at school are yep. now at the session every single day. And they won't leave, Right. But now the session closes and they're in tears. And the, when, the, when, the, when the legislatures walk into that building every day, they're begging them, showing their kids pictures, begging, 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 begging for help. And these legislatures close the session without one single gun reform legislation passed. They don't nothing, care about nothing. your kids. Yeah. So <laughs> congratulations, Tennessee. You have just created an entire uh, community of activists who are going to come for you. And these guys are dirty as fuck. I mean, you go look at that, that GOP, the GOP legislators in Tennessee. Holy shit. The speaker of the house, my God, it's fucking insane. I don't even, he doesn't even live in his own district. He's out of his mind. Plus there's tons of fucking dirty shit. I, just, happening I there. can't, I can't take, I can't take it. I can't take it. I, I, in the face of this, I, I mean, at least even in Florida, they passed something, some things, but then they reversed them last right. year, but still, I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, at least at the time they pretended it's like, like so they gave a fuck. I, it's so fucked up. My last thing is this, and I, I had to tell you, it's super close to home. It really is upsetting. And, uh, you know, there's a, when there's a failure on epic levels uh, in this sort of dangerous thing, it, it really boggles my mind. And I've been reading two or three articles that have come out this week since this happened. And it, it gets darker and darker the more that we learn about it. But 
I am, I live in Pompano Beach. I am two blocks south. Now that's not true. About four blocks south of the Pompano Air Park. And the Pompano Air Park is a very small yeah. airport. It's for small planes, right. not jets, but just mm-hmm. very small like prop planes. But also housed there is the hangar for the Broward Sheriff's Office helicopters. Okay. And uh, they're up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> they're up all the time. They they look for suspects yes. who are fleeing. They go to the they land on I ninety five and pick up people who've been car accidents. It's a really important part of a service yeah, that of off, the BSO has to offer. Uh, I'd also like to mention there's three schools on my street. There's yep. a middle school, an elementary school, and a high school, all within that are closer to the airport than I am. Right. Yep. Uh, and uh, this week, uh, a helicopter took off from the airport, the air park to go to land on 95 because there was a car accident and there was a mother and a daughter and the daughter needed to be airlifted to a hospital. Oh gosh. Well, they didn't make it there. The tail broke off of the helicopter and it spiraled down and landed on top of an apartment building. And there was three people in the helicopter. Uh, Captain Terrison Jackson passed away from this. Uh, he was a 19 year veteran in the, in the, in the BSO firefighters, uh, a beloved man from everything I've read about this person, uh, loved his job, loved service. There was two other people in the helicopter. They were able to get out. He was trapped in the helicopter and he oh, died. God. And a woman on the ground died also <gasps> in this apparent. Oh my God. Par- big, huge hole. In and the like, roof. yeah, you're just living your life. Oh my God. So, so <laughs> listen, when you live near an airport, you kind of have these ideas. Like I never could until i saw the video i was like oh my god yeah. where is that because yeah. it's right near they're like it's two blocks from the airport and i'm like in which direction i am because my house could be have a helicopter on top of it right now it's crazy and and again i say the, the air park is completely surrounded by residential yeah like every single side of it is residential oh yeah so you know i've been waiting to see the first article is here's what happened this day right yeah and we're waiting to see like well, what the, caused it? Uh, we still don't have the full investigation of what caused this, but what we do have is the 2017, so six years ago, there was a consultation uh, that they did on the BSO helicopters because BSO has to go to the Broward County Commission and ask for money in their budget to buy helicopters. Yeah, or repair, I would assume, or maintain. Well, apparently helicopters have a very short lifespan, right? And the maintenance on them has to be done continually. Like every 600 miles they're flown, they're supposed to do this maintenance where they almost completely take it apart and put it back together. There's certain parts you need to have all the time on the shelves and they have a shelf life parts. You know, if a part's been sitting there for five years and it only is supposed to be good for two years, you got to get rid of it. Well, when 2017, during this consultation, it was a disaster. It was the, from six years ago, that whole sh- shop over there was a disaster. The person who was running it didn't know how, where certain parts were, didn't now ho- know how old they were. What? There was a helicopter completely disassembled. There's four helicopters. One of them was completely disassembled. Apparently it still is. And they, and every 12 years they get an inspection. Well, that was their 12 year inspection on these helicopters. Do you know what they told them six years ago? You can't fly these anymore. They're <gasps> at their end of life. They've been at the end of life for years. Like you can't fly these anymore. No good. No good. Well, there's a lawsuit. Major. Major, major lawsuit. You gotta be kidding me. I'm not kidding you. That was six years ago. Oh my God. So they so, only have a, so, so much of a time they can so act six that are years actually, ago, then they go to the commission and say, Hey, commissioner, our stuff, we cannot okay. fly it. They, Give us the money. This happened in twenty one. Sheriff Tony went in there. Hey, they're at end of life. They have been they're right? well past end of life. Oh, Michael Udine. Michael Udine. Michael Uh Udine. 
What did he say? They all voted. Wait, he said, uh, you got to come back and show me more. <laughs> That's what they have in Then in June 22 or June, please, I'm sorry, please. June, June three months ago, he said to them again, I need to, the, we, these helicopters are no good. But now, but now after the crash, they found some money. Lamar Fisher, Mayor Lamar Fisher, who, by the way, I know Lamar Fisher. He was my mayor in Pompano Beach since I've been here. I've known him from my civic association and come and do talks mm. at our civic association. He's now our, our Broward County Commissioner. He represents this area. Now he's got a verbal ha- and a handshake with Sheriff Tony that he's going to get the money for the new helicopters. Why does it take this? It's a little too. Why does it take this? this? Is too little, too late. There's a there's and two I don't people understand dead. That if and the it could have sher- been worse, by the way. If the sheriff is coming to you. And I'm sure he has that report from six years ago that is presented because when you present to the commission, you bring all your documents and they see it before they're up on the dais and la, la, la. Yeah, guess what? And then the commission and then the the representative. Why would you vote no on that? The the representative, like the whatever, the contact, I don't know, uh, the press person for the commission's like, well, sheriff never put it in his budget, so... So they're doing uh, this. Sheriff's doing this. Okay. There's two people dead. There's a yeah. school. Schools of children that could have been affected. Oh like, you know God. what I mean? Like, what if this had crashed into one of the schools? What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? And also, like, BSO gets... They have one of the highest budgets in the county. And not for nothing, Sheriff Tony, but like take some money out of SWAT. Take some money out of these well, like military uh, upgrades yeah. that everybody's but doing. But I think, I think the way like the, the budget works sometimes though is that like if you get money for X, you are not allowed to that's spend what it I'm, for anything. I know, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Take so, that out and put the fucking helicopters right, so, in. Yeah, so they got to re, yeah, they got to uh, reevaluate. This uh, is this really is upsetting. A, and now no, it's outrageous. It's out. And the more you read... <laughs> The more articles that have I mean, come the out, fact it's that like this helicopter wild. broke apart in the air. I didn't know that. I thought, oh yeah, you I can watch the video. The tail co- just breaks off, and then they said once the tail breaks, well, well that's it. You I can't, mean, they can't control it. So the guy was just trying to like not. set it down. Oh god, and it, it, yeah. It, and oh. he's probably thinking, where can I land this where I'm not going to hurt anyone? Right, 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 right. Oh my god, dude, really bad, like really, really bad. But. Also, like, this isn't something, you know, it reminds me of the Fort Lauderdale sewer system and, like, how every year they're like, these pipes aren't good. This has yeah. been going on for oh, 30 I'm years. I'm waiting. And then finally the pipes start exploding yeah. this last couple of years and they're yeah. like, well, there's shit in my front door. Yeah. I guess I better fix the pipes. Yeah. Like a helicopter crash. There's shit on your front door. <sighs> Why does it take that much? You know, I, I'm sorry, but it, it's a it's a complete derelict of duty on every level here. Every there's epic failures on every fucking level. It, it, and you, what is this the reason? Is, this is, and like, what reason would someone have to say, "I'm sorry"? No, having functioning helicopters that are for the safety and transportation of yeah. people isn't a necessary because, thing. Like, also, I don't understand. Like, I don't also, understand. But it. also, the other side of it is this: if if something goes wrong, it's crashing. Like yeah. that's not, it's not like oh the pipe's gonna burst and like shit's gonna come up like that's bad but yeah. like if or maybe you have a goes, pothole yeah or, yeah like why does why don't you believe people when they tell you six years ago and so they're doing there's a whole crash investigation going on good. from an outside company good I can't wait to hear what they have to say about this because somebody better fucking get it together get it together you're risking people's lives two people died that should not have been no. should not be dead. Oh goodness! Because y'all don't want to fucking do it. it. It's fucked up. And then, and then you start to think, what else is going on that they're not funding that needs to be funded? Oh, like what else? Right. That it's it's. I, I'm shocked because I thought it was just an accident. I didn't really look into it. Yeah. Well, I looked into it's it because bonkers. I was. This I is was bonkers. out of my mind. Well, of course. <laughs> I'm looking crazy.
crazy oh my God. shit. Oh my God. Hey, I'm Pantsless Aaron. This is Stevie. And I'm Augie. And we are BFYTW, a podcast all about playing games and having fun. Our games are usually based on British panel shows and game shows, but we'll play anything that captures our attention and imagination. Why? It's right there in the title. You'll never guess what the F stands for. All right, are you ready? Oh, yes, okay. Today, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the story of the murder <gasps> of Judge John Romer. Ooh. So John Romer, this is short and sweet. You know oh. me, girl. Yeah. <laughs> John Romer served it. as Juneau County Judge until his retirement in 2017. But his retirement was short-lived when he was attacked in his home. So our story takes place in Wisconsin, specifically in Juneau County, and Drake Bentley and Elliot Hughes offered some information about Judge Romer in their Milwaukee Journal Sentinel article. They wrote that Romer was a graduate of Hamline University Law School in 1980. He worked in the public defender's office in uh, Baraboo for five years, and eventually he became assistant district attorney in 1992. Mm. He was first elected to the Juneau County Circuit Court in 2004. He was reelected in 2010 and he was reelected again in 2016. But in 2017, he resigned because his wife was very ill. Mm. And so he resigned to deal with his wife's health and she later died in 2018. Oh, God. So the major incident, according to the Wisconsin Department of Justice, on Friday, June 3rd, 2022, at 630 a.m., someone called the sheriff's office in Juneau County to say that there was an armed person in the home who had fired two shots. Oh my God. The caller managed to escape the house to make the call. An independent caller article noted that the person who made the call was one of Romer's sons. A 911 dispatcher stated, quote, the son is saying that he woke up, saw a male subject with a firearm, a pistol, said the subject did not see him and he was able to exit the house through a window. So this kid lost his mother. Yeah. And now his dad? Yeah. Holy shit. So following that, the sheriff's deputies arrive to find this guy, um, Udi, who was in the home of Judge Romer. And they tried to negotiate repeatedly with this guy to like release the judge. But it was like to no avail, like he would not do it. Mm. And then at 1017, the special response team entered and they find Judge Romer was shot to death. NBC News noted that Romer was also bound with zip ties to a chair. And they found uh, Udi in the basement with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. But he was still alive at the time. So why would this guy Udi murder Judge Romer? Oh no, God. So according to a long crime article, there was a case that involved burglary and weapons like years ago. And NBC News reported that the weapons in the case, um, it was a short-barreled shotgun. And a Milwaukee Journal Sentinel article also noted that a pry bar was found in the car. Shoe prints were found at the residence that was burgled that matched Udi's. Mm. And so the CNN article I read talked about how the burglary charge, burglary charge occurred around 2002. And the case went through all of these appeals, right? 20 years ago. Yeah. And eventually... The case in 2005 found itself in front of Judge Romer. And he sentenced Udi to six years in prison. So Udi faced other legal trials and troubles like throughout the year. Like, for example, um, while he was like um, waiting to be sentences, like he was he had uh, like he uh, fled the police. Um, He was in a bunch of civil suits 
for like various arrests over the years. And he would like try to sue the police for like these charges that were against him. So he was always kind of in like small trouble though, you know, like, I mean, it's burglary and it was armed burglary, but he got in trouble because he had already had like prior arrests and then he had a weapon on him. He's not supposed to have a weapon. And so that's why he ends up getting like the six years in prison. Mm. So, and plus, because it was obvious that he had done it, right? So Bentley and Hughes writing for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel noted that a childhood friend of Udi's, Kevin Baden, indicated that Udi had a problem with quote, authority figures oh boy. and was quote, anti-government. <laughs> but what in another, what? I know. <laughs> I can't take it. I know. What is this? I know. You know, again, it's my I'm, favorite I, thing with Trump is like, he's so anti-government, but he wants to be the head of it. It's like so it doesn't stupid. make any fucking well, sense to me. And like, I don't think that people realize that like, you know, laws are there. Yeah. Like that we have freedom, yeah. but our freedoms are restricted, right? right? We can't go 150 miles an hour Literally, down any road that we want. Yeah. We can't scream fire in a theater. Like there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's things that, that, that are restricted and the government is there yeah. so that we, you know, have uh, uh, helicopters that are Jesus. supposed to function properly, uh -huh. that our roads are paved when they should be, that the pipes are replaced when they need to be. Like all yeah. of that is- That's why we give them done. money. That's why we pay taxes. <laughs> well, I just, it's, my son's learning this right now in social studies. It was between, what's the difference between duties and responsibilities as a citizen? And responsibilities right. are the things that you should do and duties are the things you have to do right. because we have laws. Right. And the reason we have laws is so that we, everybody's in check of like what you're- like, same thing yeah you know it's it's crazy so we don't have a wild out of control society i mean like i get it there's laws that are that go too far six-week abortion ban like i get no, it of course and, so, but, and that restrict our freedoms too yeah. much right but you know we would hope that we could you know have a, a system that works and there's going to be flaws but overall like you can't have no government. You know what would be great? I mean? Can we just Can create laws that would protect like the poorest and the most marginalized among us? And then everybody else would be fine. Just make laws that would actually protect and- you know, people put, that need those protections. Yes, because then you're covered, right? right. As a white, straight, straight, cisgender person. <laughs> like just make laws for the people who need them the most. You uh. know, protect their rights, their, 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 Freedoms. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't fucking so know anymore. I'm this so lost. Guy, yeah. So this guy's friend, uh, Baden, also said in another article in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel article, and this was by Carson and Spacuza, uh, that Baden said, quote, I've never seen in my life a violent bone in that man. He was afraid of everybody. You know, so we have this anti sort of government, anti authority figure guy who also is afraid and wouldn't hurt people. Right. So it, it's there's a contradiction happening there and no surprise, but Bentley and Hughes also note that his social media posts, uh, showed support for Donald Trump oh, used derogatory language towards Hillary Clinton and had, of course, a ton of posts about weapons. Like, don't you think, I'm sorry. Like I get like, I get the idea of like having, um, privacy online, you know, but if you're posting stuff like now Bro. that's, public Ugh. and isn't there someone can we flag like okay you post a picture of oh i went to the gun yeah. range yeah cool way to go bro but if you're posting like pictures of like your 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 arsenal of weapons and your cache of weapons and like saying crazy stuff about weapons like can can there be some system that flags that and maybe we look into that person before we decide to give them a weapon yeah I, I was mean, literally oh, just fucking saying this yesterday. Like, I'm all for like freedom me. of speech. Like I really am. I get yeah. it. Like clearly like this right. is freedom of speech, everything that we're doing here and the things that I say about people. But 
There has to be like, I've been reading a lot about Robert Kennedy Jr. and his anti-vaccine moves. And like, there's some crazy stories out there, which I think I might cover next yeah. week. One no, of them. that guy is cuckoo for He's Cocoa cuckoo. Puffs. And like, it's it, like, it's, we always had this. Like it was always okay to have it. Except when you add in like a Donald Trump liar who's not fact-checked immediately. Like there should be, I wish, you want to do chat GPT? Do a chat GPT that immediately uh, uh, fact-checks politicians. Right. Like they say something and then right immediately well, afterwards, I mean, it's like, this is not a true statement. Here's have, why. Uh, uh, you know, the Snopes site where you can like- It's not yeah. enough. Like yeah. we need immediacy Immediate. because that's how people work now. Our brains go by that flipping through social media. So you combine social media and like that quick spread of misinformation with somebody like Donald Trump who doesn't give a fuck and completely lies and doesn't really, like he knows the truth. That, that, that's all what's coming out with these cases that he n really knows that he oh, lost. He absolutely he's just, uh, knows. He just is embarrassed by it. So like, because of that, he's willing to burn this country down. He's, he's had people go along with him who were like public servants for their entire lives destroying he their life for this asshole. them into his net right and the same thing with like um so anyway so with like the same thing with like the anti-vaxxing if if you if there's somebody out there saying it we need to shut them up yeah. they should not be allowed to post or talk publicly because they're liars or, or and we need to make that like a thing put a fucking gag it. on them yeah. somehow or, or flag and say this is yeah. misinformation yeah. i mean because it shows up I but know, it's like, too with, late by the time these because and I, then they sorry and then they he points to robert kennedy jr always points to go don't listen to me go look at this study and you go to the study it's and a it's fake quack study. shit yeah. like it's somebody who never it's not real but he's trying but but who's going to look right, right? like right. so we gotta just shut them the fuck up because by the way did you see who came out like who supports on who set up his super PAC and is giving him money the same people who work for marjorie taylor green yeah like this They're guy is supported by bannon uh <laughs> come on come he's, on man. yeah he's not a democrat trump said he's a great guy that alone. Let's stop. That Democrats alone. stop with the Kennedys. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Oh, except if it's that hot, you know, JFK Jr. Well, I mean. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> continuing on here, oh. uh, just to give um, some statements on what people said about Judge Romer, Supreme Court, Ju uh, Supreme Court Chief Justice Annette Kingsland said, Judge Romer dedicated much of his career to public service in law. Before taking the bench in 2004, he had served as an assistant district attorney and as assistant state public defender. He was known by colleagues for his sharp legal mind and his willingness to share his time and knowledge with others. Governor Tony Evers had this to say, I mean, the idea that, as I said before, a judge from a rural county is targeted and murdered. It's just important to our judiciary and to leadership in our state and our country. It's a horrible situation. Mm. I grieve for him. I grieve for his family. And God, we can do better than this in Wisconsin. Ooh, God. So it really is fucked up. As far as the charges, obviously he has the self-inflicted gunshot wound and um, he succumbs to those injuries four days after murdering Judge mm. Romer. And he was kept on life support um, really solely just to harvest his organs. And then, so he was really gone at the scene. And so of course there's no trial or anything because- He's dead, but he is, you know, wow, the person. Wow, this must have been sitting with him. Responsible. Holy shit. So at his service, Judge Romer was uh, remembered fondly by those in attendance. A former Juneau County District Attorney, Scott Southworth, had this to say. He was kind. He was passionate. He was empathetic. It is imperative that public officials in our justice system, um, you know, can do what he did. Right. So some points of interest. Judge Romer was not the only target. So apparently there was a hit list 
And some of the people on that hit list was, of course, Judge Romer. It was the Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers. Oh my God. It was Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. And it was Governor Gretchen uh, Whitmer. Whitmer. Oh, my God. Yeah. So they were, you know, had to receive calls to say like, hey. Um, and back in episode 154, we covered did, the When mur- Mitch McConnell received the call, did he go like this? <laughs> you know, now the- uh, He uh, did have r- a second one. I yeah. cannot believe it wasn't even in my notes. That um, just happened this week. Uh, the GOP are meeting. Oh, wow. I, I saw something that, that, that there's something leaked that they're meeting to remove him, I think, as Senate. Uh, he needs to be. By the way, leader. I didn't know he fell. I didn't know this was from a concussion. Did any did, did anybody else know that? I mean, they said that the first, like the, during the first time that it was I a result no, of a concussion. I, I had no idea. Uh, this is not, I don't, personally, like I'm not a doctor. Yeah. But I play one on the podcast. <laughs> and I think that it's like those, whatever those lapses are, what do they call them? Yeah. Like those, those like little mini strokes. That's what I feel like it is. How about this? How about stop putting him in front of a camera? What is wrong with you? How about anyone? Leave him alone, this fucking guy. How about anyone over the age of 70? Gotta go. Get the fuck out. Bye. Get out. Oh my God. Oh so my God. Back yeah. in episode 154, we covered the murder. Hold on a second. <laughs> Also, the, the woman who comes up like an he, she must be one of his aides and she comes up next to him. and She's like, uh, did you hear the question? Are you fucking <laughs> kidding? I mean, this she's is trying to stall. This That's is, a this stall is, tactic. This is the part that I don't understand about a McConnell or a Feinstein or, you know, any, any of them that are this old. Them. Pelosi. You could have God. left when you had a beautiful career. Look at all the well, good things you did. I mean, let's get, not say whatever, that about McConnell. But whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like George Costanza, sure, you go out on a high. You go. Yes. Right? I, George Costanza said that? Doesn't he say like that's when you leave? No, that's Jerry Seinfeld when he's doing a good bit and he's like, thank you, good night. And he leaves. I thought it was George where George in the episode like went around and like he would leave like right when oh, everything yeah. was good. Oh yeah, yeah, people are like, laughing. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, bye, <laughs> like that's it. I'm out on it. Like that's when you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. But Bye. why wouldn't you do that? I don't know. It's very odd. To and me. aren't you tired? I know I say it all the time, <laughs> but I'm tired. Yeah. And I'm half your age. Yes, that's right. I'm tired. Point? All I want to do is nap. What the fuck are like, you doing? I mean, and like they're just trotting you're around. running the country. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like what but I like, <laughs> Also, this is what you're going to be remembered for. Like, I'm sorry, but like this is what I'm going to know as Mitch McConnell. It's not going to be a young guy. It's a, it's a young spazzing, guy from a like, Yeah, it's going to be like, mm, like oh. he's just stunned. It's so bizarre. It's, it's listen. I'm not trying. You know, we were not you know trying to be what? cruel to people who have wh- whatever issue that he's going through. But no. get off the stage, okay? But let me reiterate: you need the cane. Okay. Remember the yeah. cane in the Bugs Bunny cartoons? Yeah. Yeah, like pull, pull him you. off the stage. But also, but also, fuck <laughs> Mr. McConnell. I mean, who gives yeah, a fuck? I, mean, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, but a, a, also, like, I care deserve, about he deserves everything. And he gets. I, care, I care about what happens to our country. Yes. I don't know. I'm fucking scared out of my mind that Trump might win. I, I'm scared out of my mind because it's a real thing. People, my dad asked me. My dad asked me the other day. He's like, it's crazy. It's crazy time. Like my dad goes, what happened? Uh, <laughs> what happened if a Trump in jail in Georgia? Daddy. And I'm like, daddy, I'm like, well, he'll be in jail. He goes, yeah, but for the president, I said, he could still run. And yeah. he's like, I don't understand. I'm like, no, yeah. I don't know. Nobody either. does Papa. I don't Armio. understand. Nobody understands. I mean, it's wild. It's wild. and <laughs> Crazy. So, okay. So back in another point of interest, back in episode oh, yeah. 154, we covered the murder of judge Salas's son. 
So I don't know if you remember the story that she was targeted and her, oh and, uh, my her God. son answers yes. the door and oh. her husband and the, and the, the guy shoots and she, her son. Yes. She, and she loses like, her, her son loses his life. Yes. She has been asking for legislation to protect judges so that they can serve, so they can do their jobs without fear. And after the murder of Romer, which is just two years after her son's oh murder, my God. Salah spoke out again, asking for change. Why, why is she, why is this still in a delay? Listen, I'll be, I'll be shocked when I see new helicopters. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'm sure they'll be flying soon. And then someone's going to go, Oh no, we refurbished them. Who the, right. by the way, who's running that fucking maintenance shop over there? Yeah. Get that person's name out there. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Oh, sorry. Go That's ahead. okay. That's okay. I've just got two more things. So yeah. I read that, uh, Udi actually at one point had escaped from the minimum security prison he was in, in 2006 oh what is he, and he Houdini? was captured and then he was officially re released in 2020. And then two years later comes after this judge. You know, like he's just, like you said, he's stewing and stewing. He's putting this list together. Like there's something yeah. wrong. Well, because here's what happens. He got out of jail. His life wasn't successful. And he's like, who can I blame yeah, for this? Because everyone. it's not my fault right. that I committed these crimes and actually got sentenced to jail. So who can I blame for it? And there was another person on the hit list. This was a former correctional officer. Oh my God. Who owned a gun shop and who was running for sheriff. Uh, his name was Dan uh, Marcone. And NBC News... Uh, reported that at first, Marcone thought it may have to do with his campaign. But then after seeing Udi's photo, he realized that he was a correctional officer at oh, the time oh. when Udi was incarcerated. Oh, no. Now, Marcone says he doesn't even really remember this guy because he's like, he, how many prisoners is he dealing with regularly, right. Right? right? And he shared with NBC News, quote, I believe there was an incident one time, and like I said, in probably 2008, that I might have wrote him up as an inmate, kind of <laughs> oh like an inside ticket. I remember a ticket I think he was involved in, but without going back through the records, I wouldn't really know that. But I wrote 200 tickets back then. So it's like, like this guy, you know, had some like what, something written up that's like a misdemeanor little thing, like you got in trouble for, you know, who knows what. Yeah. And now you want to put, you want to kill this man it's all like these that, years later. And this guy doesn't even remember you. Yeah, It's like that Ryan Howard gif from um, the office when he's got his little notebook and he's doing this Yeah, and closes it. <laughs> like he's remembering everything yeah, that's happened. Yes. Like maybe he got lost a meal that day or he got extra work time or, or something or, like yeah, that. Who knows? Like he, now this guy's got to suffer for yeah, it. Yeah. It's wild. God, it's wild. my list would be super long. <laughs> that's <laughs> who like, would be on your list? I got to tell you, there'd be tons of fucking people on my that's list. That's like, um, um, of course I'm going to go to one of my favorite podcasts, um, talking Sopranos <laughs> where Steve Sharippa has the list. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he says to Michael Imperioli, he's like, look, and, and he's like, who's on the list. And, and he made, there's a couple people he mentions. Cause he's always like, I hate that guy. And he knows I hate him. <laughs> and Michael Imperioli, like who's on the list. And he goes, no, at my funeral, I'm going to play the video. <laughs> and that's when I, and it's, it's Steve Sharipper mother fucks the world. And that's when he's going to blast everyone at the funeral. He's Woo! like, I'm going to give you the list. You invite them yeah. to my funeral and I'm going to tell them all off. Isn't that, that's brilliant. It's really it's great. brilliant. God, you can imagine watching that video. Like, Oh my God, is he going to bring my name up? Up. I have Holy that. Shit. I have a, a, a coffee mug that says Steve Sharipa motherfucks the world. It's like <laughs> one of my favorite things ever. Oh my God. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Of course I don't want it to happen because I want him to live a long, long life because I right. love him. Yeah. But that's the story. That's the story of judge John Romer. Speaking of like Hillary motherfucks the world. Like we were at an event this week and Tina looked, was standing at the front door because she was doing check-in because that's what she does to hide from everybody. And so I was over <laughs> there with her because it was too many people in a room. I, it was, I, it but was for like a good cause. Oh, it was amazing. It was, it was Productive Freedom co Collective of Broward. Go yes. look them up. Donate money. We're trying to get, get abortion on the ballot. Please, please, please. Mm. Uh, anyway, 
uh, we're at this event, which was highly successful. Congratulations oh to everybody who put it together, especially Emma Collum and uh, Senator Lauren Book. It was amazing. But Tina's looking out the window and she's like, oh, I think so-and-so's coming. And I was like, oh shit. And I said <laughs> so much shit. Because these events are a little tricky for Hillary. They're a little tricky. <laughs> Tina's an angel. But I'm like... I gotta go hide. I immediately <laughs> ran downstairs and like hid behind the closet like this. So hard. And uh, and then Tina goes, "Oh no, it wasn't her." And I was like, "God damn it!" And yeah. then I thought, "This is who I am. Like if if I'm gonna do this, I better be able to fucking yeah. do face to face." Which I have seen her I at mean, another event, and she didn't look at me. I kept trying to get her to look at me so I could be like, "What? What?" But oh. she didn't. But then I thought she was gonna walk into love, this event. I, I was I was running away. I ran away like a like a like a coward. Oh my god. Which but what that's, a good that event. Be, I have to say that's my life. Uh, that event was um, oh, so good. It was so good, and it was. It's so exciting to see how much money is being raised, and how oh. many petitions are getting um, filled out. How many petitions are getting cured? Yeah. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. That's no, fine, babe. I've been talking a lot. What else? What else? Was, oh, and then the other event I went to this week was the kickoff campaign Woo! for the amazing <laughs> Sarah Leonardi. Yes, and I'm so excited. It was a Me wonderful too. event. A, a very good turnout and. She just is so supportive of, you know, this, all the stakeholders in um, her district, you know, and she touched on all of that when she gave her speech. And I don't know what we would do as a school board oh. without someone like her fighting for our kids and fighting for our schools. So I'm really but excited also, for her campaign. Yes. And also she has to sit every so many times, what is it, twice a month or something and listen to absolute garbage from sometimes public comments, but also people sitting on the dais and she does it with such a a uh, class that yes. I don't know. I'll never be in that sort of like, I have that much class in my life. And she's almost going to have this baby oh. and she has a little beautiful baby at home. And so she, her life is full. And yet she still wants to run for reelection yes. and give because her she time. believes so much in the Broward County schools. And, and yeah, we're, we're absolutely blessed and lucky to have her. Um, you know what? I did want to say one other thing because I saw it this morning on the news and I can't, we cannot as a Florida based podcast not talk about the passing of Jimmy Buffett. Oh. I said something to Tina before the mm. podcast started and she's like, yeah, I've never really been a fan. Yeah. I'm like, I know, but. What, what is it? Cheese, cheeseburger yeah, in paradise. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of his songs. Because my dear, my dear sister-in-law, um, Emily's mother, Gina, is obsessed with Jimmy Buffett and he used to go backstage and give him gifts like he knew she was. Like she was like one of these super groupie fans. Yeah. And so Emily, my sister-in-law, would go back there sometimes too and, uh, we went to see uh, my sister-in-law and my brother are obsessed with like, or they were, they love Jack Johnson. Oh, and so we went I to like go Jack see Johnson. Jack Johnson here in West Palm. Yeah. And he did a uh, pirate looks at 40 and which is a Jimmy Buffett yeah. song. And who comes out? Jimmy Buffett. That's and always they, exciting when yes, that happens at very, a show. It was very, very exciting. So oh, uh, Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Local legend. I'm, I'm going to tell you my memory <clears throat> of Jimmy Buffett. And it's when I used to work at Jacques Penney. Um, you might know it as JC Penney. Uh, back in the day. <laughs> and like, wow, that place sounds fancy. <laughs> <laughs> and they used to have these Jimmy Buffett shirts and it was oh. like all the songs. Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and you know, there would be a display yeah. and the hours of my life of folding because people just like, you know, they come look through it and then it's it's a disaster and you have to spend your, and you have to fold it a particular way. And so like, that's like when I think of Jimmy Buffett, I oh, just think of like, guy. I got to fold all these, you know, yeah. hamburger shirts. Yeah. You 
what I mean? I mean, he's <laughs> he's on the level, like, you've got a wonderful Grateful Dead t-shirt yeah. on today. He's on that level of, like, a fish Grateful Dead yes, sort of, like, yes. vibe. Where the, I mean, with, I don't with hate the, him. Like, if a song's on, like, it'll be like, okay, yeah. like, it's not like, But also, but. like, Key West and the Keys is yes, such a... it's a Key West vibe. It's total Key West. Like, that, he kind of helped with Hemingway, almost. Like, yeah. put that on the map of... It's such a beautiful... Key West is one of my favorite places in the, key, the world. And the Keys in general. I love general. the Key West. Yeah. I have a friend who um, lives in the Keys, and he um, is a singer, mm. uh, a bar, a barstool sailor. Does like he do that? And he'll he'll sing, and like, yeah, that's his life. And he does. Oh, let's go down and he, see him. Oh, I would love to see him. His name is Micah, Micah Gardner, and yeah. he plays in the Keys all the time. Oh, that would be fun. Every night, he's always yeah. like posting about like, come see me here, come see me there, and he'll do Jimmy Buffett songs. What, he does. What a fucking life. Yeah, a beautiful life. But he's such such a great guy. Yeah. That it's, would be so much fun. I would love to do that because I haven't seen him in a while. I haven't yeah. gone down in a while. Key West, that whole Keys is such a fucking laid back, cool vibe. Yeah. I Which I I embrace when I'm there. But as soon as we're like out on that bridge, I'm like, oh, like I start oh, getting into the traffic. So I'm like, God damn it, Florida. But when you're there, you're like, yeah, man, yeah. everything's good. Everything's hippie. Everything's fucking cool. You know what I mean? I totally know. Yeah, it's a Ooh. it's a cool vibe down there. Oh, okay, we'll have to figure it out because oh, please. I'm sure. We always say we're going to go yeah. somewhere. Although- no. We're going on a trip. We are going to New York City. New York, baby. Tina's never been there. We are going. We are booked. Yeah. Early October. We are going because we we can say why. Yeah. Our friend Jason has a brother who's an actor. His name is Josh Gad. And he's going to be on a, in a new Broadway show called Gutenberg. Yeah. <laughs> the musical. The musical. <laughs> and we are going to see it um, the week that it opens, right? Saturday uh, night. I don't know if it's opening weekend, but it is. It's like premiere it's weekend. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. so And we're going with a group thrilled. of people. It's going to be so thrilled, much fun. Thrilled, Tina's thrilled, never thrilled, been there. Thrilled. It's her birthday weekend. I'm going to drag her, <laughs> dragging her all over the city. I'm already like, what do I pack? Yes. What do I bring? It'll be What's so gonna beautiful. What's going to be cute? What is going to oh. be like, you know. It's going to be a beautiful fall uh, season <laughs> in New York when we I'm go. Like, like, as it's approaching, I'm like getting more and more excited. Yeah. So in a, it's in a month. I have to go shopping. Yeah. We're going in a month yeah. and we will be posting videos. The muck, yes. the muck takes New York, bitch. <gasps> <Woo>! <laughs> that might be the title without the bitch part yes. because you know we got to. The <laughs> muck takes New York. Love I it. love it. Me too. Oh my God. Can we do this every year? <laughs> oh my God. Yes, okay. please. Well, that's it. <gasps> that's it. By the way, 10 more episodes and we're at uh, 200. 200. Which I don't even think we should do stories. I think we should just talk. Okay. I mean, oh, that sounds so it's much also an fun. excuse for us not to do work that yeah, week. I mean, Hi. Yeah, I like, I like that. Okay. We'll I'm we'll down. Figure. I'm here for it. Yeah, we'll figure out. Show meeting. Show meeting. <sighs> All, All right. right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.